Happy America Day! Well, it's a little bit early, but it's coming and I'm not going to see you guys on Wednesday, so this is just going to have to do. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up, the insanity of the NBA free agency period, which started this weekend. The Diamondbacks, they have a trick up their sleeve. And has anyone seen my favorite socks? Stick around, sports, sports, sports starts now. Thanks for joining us on the hottest day of the year thus far, or at least for us up here in the Northeast. My new life in Philadelphia has been awesome. For one, I get to sleep past 4.30 every morning, but I have no limitations to the amount of fun stuff available to me. Now bear with us for today's episode. It was written and produced all in one day, which that takes a lot. It usually takes us about a week to do every episode, but I chose to go a different round this time around. Now, I know you're all excited about to hear all about the NBA free agents, but I have to talk about baseball first. New York and Boston continues to be the best rivalry in sports. This weekend was no different as the two played once again. Now, going into this weekend, the Yankees were leading the series 3-2. They pummeled Boston on Friday, only to have the Red Sox return the favor the next day. Boston shell-shocked Sonny Gray, scoring 11 runs on Saturday. Now, tonight will be B-Town's chance to tie up, tie this thing up. Uh, it's going to be a late one, so I don't have the score for you right now. Nationals and Phillies. Now, I was at Citizens Bank Park on Monday, and let me say, it's awesome. Kudos, Philly fans, on having an awesome ballpark. Now, Washington is the team that should be leading the division, but they've been playing third fiddle all year. Phillies, meanwhile, are a playoff contender at the moment, so I'm not only talking about them because I live here now. Phils won Thursday and Saturday's game. Absolutely crushed by Washington on Friday, though, 17-7. And tonight, the Phillies won yet again, 4-3. Rumor has it, Philly is going after either Mike Moustakas or Manny Machado at the trade deadline, so we'll keep you posted on those rumors. Dodgers also interested in Machado. Of course, they played Colorado this weekend. Now, the Rockies have been a curious case this season. Some weeks they're leading the division, and some weeks they have a losing record. That's how close the NL West is right now. now they took a pair of 3-1 wins over the Dodgers Friday and Saturday night. Tonight's game ended up as an L.A. victory 6-4. Also, it was announced that Brian Cranston, a.k.a. Walter Wright, a.k.a. Heisenberg, will be narrating a new documentary about the 1988 Dodgers for MLB Network based on the team's colors. I really hope they name it Blue Sky. Staying with the West Coast, the Dodgers and D-Bags. Oh, whoa. I'm sorry. I mean D-Bags. Those two are in a tough battle. Believe it or not, Arizona struggled with San Fran all year. This weekend was no different. They lost 2-1 Friday and 7-0 Saturday and 8-5 today. Giants completing the sweep. Looking at the other teams in the majors, the Blue Jays took two from the Tigers in a four-game series. They will have one tomorrow. Detroit, they broke an 11-game losing streak tonight. Cubs laughably dispensed of the Minnesota Twins, averaging 11.6 runs in those three games. They scored double digits in four straight. Uh, Angels beat the O's in 2-3 last weird week in Baltimore. They lost O'Day for the year to an injury, and Machado claiming he doesn't feel appreciated. Indians lost two to the Athletics as they won six straight prior to today. Brewers split each uh, two each with the Reds. Mets lose once again to the Marlins in two games. And then after two years, Mets captain David Wright, he might be returning to the team as he traveled with the club this weekend. Now, wouldn't that be something? 
Uh, Astros, they go one to, and three versus the Rays. Poor Verlander had no answer for Wilson Ramos and his four RBIs on Saturday. Braves continue to be the quietest contender this season, sweeping the Cardinals. Good old Texas. The Rangers had double digits on Friday and Saturday against the White Sox. Chicago desperately threw in DH Matt Davidson to pitch. And to everyone's surprise, he retired three batters, including a strikeout to Rognad Odor. Uh, not only that, but he was able to hit 91 miles per hour, which is pretty good for a positional player. Pirates, they won two versus the Padres. And lastly, the Mariners sweep the Royals. Uh, the playoff pitcher right now, the White, the Red Sox, they've taken the first place from the Yankees in the AL East, but tonight's game is not included in that. So by tomorrow, it might be tied for the two. With It'll either be the Yankees are tied or the Yankees are going to be two teams back. Regardless, one of those two is going to get the division. The other two, the other one will get at least one of the wildcard spots. So uh, Astros, they're up 1.5 games over the Mariners for the AL West. And the Indians, they're running away with the Central as the second-place Twins are eight games back. Angels remain in the hunt, but they're pretty far back. The Athletics, after winning six straight, they're kind of pushing their way up there. And the Rays, well, they won eight of their last ten, and uh, they're actually above 500 now. So you know what? That's basically everyone that doesn't have a losing record. The NL has the Braves, Brewers, and Diamondbacks in first for the three divisions. And then behind them, you have the Phillies, um, and you have the um, the Dodgers are also... Uh, I apologize, not the Dodgers. Who am I missing here? Braves, Brewers, Cubs. We're missing the Cubs. Cubs and Phillies are the two wildcard slots. But you have the Dodgers, the Giants. You have the, uh, the Rockies are still up there. The Cardinals are still up there. And you have the Nationals that are pushing. So a lot of teams trying to get uh, get that one. So we have some really good matchups coming up over the next two days. Um, <clears throat> first, you have the Yankees and Braves, two divisional leaders going at it. The Texas Bowl as the Astros prepare to embarrass the Rangers, as they usually do. Dallas won the first three this year, but Houston won six straight in the season series. You also have the Angels and Mariners in divisional matchup. And then the Rockies and Giants. Lots of good old 4th of July games to enjoy at your barbecue, with your fireworks. Plus, you get to see uh, the forever awesome 4th of July caps, you know, with the red, white, and blue logos. That's always my favorite. Where we go to the All-Star Game. So, if you haven't selected your favorites for the big game, please go ahead and do that because you're going to want to see your players in it, right? All right, baseball wasn't so bad, right? We survived. Coming up. NBA free agent frenzy. We talk about all the rumors. We speculate on that certain someone. You know who I'm talking about. Kurt, uh, <clears throat> Plus, later on, World Cup chat, our athlete of the week. Keep with us. Sports, sports, sports. You know what's really fun? Having a great advertisement. You know what's really, really fun? Having your great advertisement on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast. Hi. I'm Nick Drago, executive producer of Sports Sports Sports, and I know what you're thinking. You're probably considering us to sell your product, but concerned with the price. Have no fear, friends, because right now we're offering free ad space. Wait, wait, what? There is no way that's true. Well, it is, my friends. And if you want to find out more, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that email is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. All right? Let's get back to the show. The Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Free agency 
open today with a bang. Now, typically the biggest player on the board will fall before everybody else, but this year that didn't happen. Paul George was the first to decide he wanted to stay in Oklahoma City. Well, really, if it, it was his barber that broke the news. He built a great relationship with Russell, Russell Westbrook over the years and hopes they can contend along with Carmelo Anthony. Now, first off, this makes the trade for George all the while worth it after they gave up so much top-tier talent to land this guy last season. Secondly, though, it's a bit of a stunner. Last two years, everybody has been saying, Paul George is coming to the Lakers. Paul George is going to be a Laker. Guess the money was just too good. Uh, he's going to get four years, $137 million max contract. That's pretty sweet. But I should note that he has a clause in his contract. Depending on how the CBA and salary cap projections go, he could be making $290 million over seven years. Chris Paul was the next famed player of the Banana Boat crew to fall. Not to be confused with his brother, Cliff Paul, the famous State Farm agent. Now, Chris decided to remain in Houston to play with James Harden. I remember last year, the Rockets brought this guy in, and everybody's scratching their heads, wondering how are these two going to play together. This, was, to me, was a no-brainer. Up until the last series with the Warriors, the Rockets were the best team in the league. They had the cap space to get him, and they still have some left over for a half-decent player. His deal, four years, $160 million as well. Durant opting out to re-sign for two years with Golden State. Wasn't much of a surprise. Durant knows this roster can't stay together forever, and with Klay Thompson, a free agent next season, he might be thinking he can get a bigger payday either with the Warriors or elsewhere if he opts out again. Now, earlier this week, it was reported that Durant was contacted by LeBron asking if they should join forces in L.A. Now, Durant, Durant kind of laughed this off, as he should have. The Warriors have won three championships in four years. You don't mess up a good thing. His deal, by the way, $65 million. All right. Kawhi Leonard. His talks have gotten increasingly bizarre. First, it was Philly that wanted him and backed down, and then it was L.A. that wanted him and backed down. And then the Clippers were a contender at one point. Seriously, nobody wants to go play for the Clippers. Nobody. Um, and the problem here is that the Spurs are simply asking too much in prospects, and not many teams can really afford him. L.A. and Philly are basically the only two, and I think they're both still pushing hard at this point. So keep your eyes on Kawhi because he's the real big fish. Other names that signed today include DeAndre Jordan go to the Mavericks for a one-year deal. Suns get Trevor Ariza for the season. Will Barton, he'll stay with the Nuggets. Rudy Gay will stay with the Spurs. Marco Bellinelli, he'll return to the Spurs. And some names still on the board include Clint Capella, DeMarcus Cousins, Aaron Gordon, Julius Randle, Marcus Spartan, A.J. Redick, Derek Favors, Isaiah Thomas, Tyreek Evans, Jabari Parker, Zach Levine, Avery Bat Bradley, Ray John Rondo, Brooks Lopez, and Lance Stevenson. Lots of others, though, on the board. So don't be sad if your team didn't get a big name. I'm a Knicks fan, and uh, honestly, I, I mean, I'm always sad. But we'll see. Now, if you didn't notice, I conveniently left one name out thus far today. LeBron James is running out of options. In a perfect world, LeBron goes to L.A. He brings two other stars with him, whether it be George, Paul, or Durant. With them gone and no likelihood of Kawhi Leonard going to a team in the West, LeBron has to hope that the only dynamic player left, DeMarcus Cousins, will take the plunge with him in Los Angeles. Now, why did I say the Lakers? Well, LeBron's literally there right now. He flew in last night. The other contenders are barely in the runnings. Family doesn't want to go to Houston. And honestly, Houston probably doesn't have the money for him anymore at this point. And the Phil and Philly, the 76ers, LeBron won't even sit down with them. He sent a representative to meet with them today. You can't call them a serious contender. So here's where it gets fun. With no superstars around him, though, does LeBron really want to spend his golden NBA years on the Lakers, training Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma? It doesn't really make sense for a guy who hasn't missed the NBA Finals in eight years. So maybe with all the other dominoes falling, LeBron goes somewhere else.
maybe back to Cleveland, where at least he knows he can win and they're a contender. All we can do is sit until Tuesday when LeBron announces his choice, which he has already said he's made. But considering what we know, it seems like the Lakers could be getting a new superstar. All right, let's move on because World Cup soccer has been happening this week too. Knockout stage has already begun and quite a few contenders are not present. First of all, the teams that made it to this stage include Uruguay, Russia, the biggest surprise, Spain, Portugal, France, Denmark, Croatia, Argentina, Brazil, Switzerland, Sweden, Mexico, Belgium, England, Colombia, and Japan. Now you'll notice that our soccer analyst Tim Nunzik's pick Germany is nowhere to be seen. Womp womp. The round of 16 started yesterday with France beating Argentina 4-3 after two late goals by our friend Mbappe. Messi ended up having a being a complete non-factor, but no worries, he isn't the only soccer star going home as Ronaldo and Portugal fell to Uruguay 2-1, both Uruguay goals coming off of Cavani. Even more bizarre was that Russia is still alive. Of all teams, they beat Spain, one of my scientifically chosen picks. The Russians won this one in a shootout as they become the lowest-ranked World Cup team to ever make it to the quarterfinals. Denmark and Croatia, that one ended up going also to a shootout with Croatia getting the win. Tomorrow, though, has the matchup I really want to see. The last hope for North America, Mexico, takes on Brazil. Now, that would be a 4th of July treat if Mexico beats Brazil. If Russia can drop Spain the way they did, I don't see why Mexican, Mexico can't do the same. So... Keep your eyes open for that one. You also have Belgium and Japan tomorrow, and then on Tuesday, Sweden, Switzerland, and Colombia versus England. All right, now we're officially halfway through our NFL Summer Series. This week, we highlight the AFC North. So, this season's rapidly approaching, and I want to keep the hype train rolling out until our NFL extravaganza at the end of July. Now, I'm going to make this one easy for you this week. The Browns, while definitely on the rise, they need a little bit more time to contend. Yes, they made some big news, News by bringing in Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry, Demarius Randall, Carlos Hyde, Chris Hubbard, Chris Smith, DJ Carries, and EJ Gaines. So basically upgraded every single position. But yeah, they've only won a single game in two years. I just don't think they're going to do any better than, say, four or five wins. Now, of course, we'll get to see Baker Mayfield, but is he going to be a bust or is he going to be the most consistent QB in Cleveland since Tim Couch? Seriously, since 2003, they've tried Jeff Garcia, Kelly Holcomb, Luke McCowan, Trent Dilfer, Charlie Fry, Derek Anderson, Brady Quinn, Ken Dorsey, Bruce Gredkowski, Colt McCoy, one of my favorites, Jake Delholm, Seneca Wallace, Brandon Whedon, Thad Lewis, Jason Campbell, Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, Connor Shaw, Josh McGowan, Austin Davis, RG3, Cody Kessler, and last year's draft pick, Deshaun Kaiser. That's 23 different quarterbacks in 14 years. All right, so I think we can all agree. Browns are going to be in last. Moving on. Bengals, they're going backwards. First off, the only big names they brought in were Corey Glenn and Preston Brown. But beyond that, they kept the same playoff missing roster as the last two seasons. Seriously, how does Marvin Lewis still have a job? Ravens, they'll likely take the second place spot. But it won't really be a wild card second. It's going to be more like a this team's getting super old second. Look at this. The top three players, Joe Flacco, Terrell Suggs, Eric Weedle. They're all over 33 years old. Couple that with a healthy, solid offensive line, yeah, you get a barely competitive team. This leaves us with the Steelers, the obvious choice to win the division. Now, granted, I think their their defense is a bit lackluster. I'm not calling them Super Bowl contenders. And yes, Roethlisberger basically needs a wheelchair to get onto the field. Although in that scenario, he's still a giant. This team, though, they have some dynamic players in Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and Juju Smith-Schuster. I'm sorry, did I say that right? That is an awesome name, Juju Smith-Schuster. 
Okay, let's recap the division. Uh, as I as I said, Browns in last, Bengals and Ravens eh, third and second. Doesn't matter. You can go either way. And lastly, the Steelers taking that one. All right. Let's do one of those commercial thingies, Athlete of the Week, and John Tavares chooses his new destination when we return. No worries, my friends. Sports, sports, sports. We still got a few more minutes to go. Enjoy the commercial. This is great awareness and tremendous God-given ability. Ever wonder what your socks taste like? Well, now you can with Food Socks, the only pair of socks that tastes like what they look like. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. Y you know what would work better here, though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. Best part is, it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that isn't the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering it for free, free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. It's a little dark in here, but now I have, of course, I have this like Jesus light shining down on me. Maybe it's a little too bright. All right, NHL free agency has also opened up this week with some big things that have been happening. First off, the Capitals clearly hit the panic button given defenseman John Carlson an eight-year contract. These long-term deals never work out for 30-plus defenders, so good luck, Caps. Drew Doughty, he returns to the Kings. Ryan Reeves remains in Las Vegas on his two-year deal. And today, the Golden Knights got better bringing in Paul Statsny on a three-year, $19 million deal. Now, this makes perfect sense for Statsny, who played most of his career in Denver. So Vegas, geographically, will at least be closer to family. And he gets to play for a contender. Mike Green resides for two more years with Detroit. Logan Couturier will stay with the Sharks eight more years. Wow. James Van Riemsdyk, he's going to return to the Flyers in a move that reunites him with the team he started his career with. That deal is worth five years, $35 million. Jay Beagle, he'll sign with the Canucks, $12 million over four years. Penguins bring in Jack Johnson on defense, five years, $16 million. Now, this deal was announced days ago with much belly aching from Penguins fans. Uh, but remember, Sergei Gonchar is the assistant coach and turned, out, turned around the careers of both Jamie Alexiak and Justin Schultz. Johnson's just another star for him to mold. Penguins also bring back Matt Cullen, who's a big piece in two Stanley Cup runs. He contemplates retirement almost every year, so now at 41 years old, he decided to come back. Islanders, they're keeping Thomas Hickey, four years, $10 million. David Perrone, he'll return to the Blues for four years. St. Louis also brought in Tyler Bozak on a three-year deal. Chris Kunitz, the four-time Cup winner, is going to Chicago next season, along with Cam Ward to back up goalie Corey Crawford. Avalanche signed Ian Cole, another previous Penguin. Ryan McDonough, he'll stay in Tampa for seven more years. Placanic stays in Montreal. Michael Grabner, he's going to the Coyotes for some reason. Hopefully they have the money to pay his $10 million paycheck. And the moment you've all been waiting for. Should we get a drum roll? I don't have any drum rolls. All right, whatever. Hopefully, uh, I'm sorry. The moment you've been waiting for, John Tavares signs with the Maple Leafs, who are now cup contenders. Seven years, $77 million. Whew. All right. Hey, have you ever heard of uh, Yoshihisa Hirano? It's cool if you haven't. He's basically just the best reliever in baseball right now. NBD. Yoshihisa is this week's Athlete of the Week. Why, you may ask? Well, the, this fine 33-year-old young rookie pitcher from Japan has thrown in 25 games without allowing a single run. Now, this is the most this is the most in history for the Diamondbacks. But he still has a ways to go until he hits 43 games. The record, that that record, by the way, set by Zach Britton in 2016. Okay, so 
This record isn't as illustrious as, say, Joe DiMaggio's hitting streak, a player, by the way, that Hirano has never heard of. What I will say is that this guy definitely is a big piece of the success of the Diamondbacks this year. We here at Sports 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 wish him the very best as he goes for the mark. Now, allow me to knock on wood so that uh, we don't jinx him. Knock three times, no more, no less. A lot of hate mail this week to me, not for me, but for John Tavares. Dude, I would watch your back next time you come to Long Island, friend, because they're not happy. Special thanks, as always, to the love of my life and content editor for this podcast, Johanna Albert. She also helped design our logo. Music for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in the show notes. We have a few shares this week from the Alberts and my own mom. Thanks, family. We have a like on SoundCloud from Ashley Narvaez. Nar Narvaez. Plus, some new followers coming off the reels. The Oxymorons, Did the Phils Lose, Sun Mountain Sports, Like Away, and Kerry Airplane Soccer Ball. Can't forget Lois Butler, Carol Boyser, Jason Kuntz, and Brendan O'Keefe. Of course, thanks to our soccer analyst Tim Nunzig on his World Cup takes and the young gun Jamie Grum. If you want your name read on the air, please find us on Twitter at Sports3XPodcast or email us at Sports3XPodcast at gmail.com. Should I repeat both of those? Let's repeat both of those. Twitter, right? Sports at sport. Should I start over? Let's start over. Twitter at Sports3XPodcast. Email sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Usually write those in the section, so just, just look down there. They'll be there. All right, I have enough talking for one night. Remember to like, comment, share, Twitter at us, or just shoot us a good old-fashioned email. Fourth of July is this Wednesday. Happy birthday, America. The 5th of July is this Thursday, and I'm debating which of those two days should I be hungover for. Join us next week as I show you how to skin a mouse. All right, friends, that's enough for me. You all have a good night.